0: Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. It's Christmas week in the NFL and it promises to be another barn burner of a week in the National Football League because we're coming off a week 15 which had everything from record-breaking come-from-behind victories, sensational shock upsets, and perhaps one of the most bizarre and dramatic finales to an nfl game i can certainly remember in recent years as for the show well we went two and one against the line with the cowboys and eagles delivering unfortunately the new york jets didn't cover the spread against the detroit lions and that lions bandwagon just goes rolling on hello welcome to the show i am your host richard graves this is graves on gridiron graves on gridiron with richard graves Yes, hello. Welcome along to Graves on Gridiron. We're looking ahead to Christmas week, just three weeks of the NFL's regular season remaining and still so very much to play for with teams like the Detroit Lions, who perhaps at the start of the season, you didn't give a hope of making the postseason now very much in the mix. Two and one last week against the line and the show. That's four and two against the line through the last two weeks of December. We need a perfect three and oh. So... We shall look ahead to the slate of games we have this week. Remember, with it being Christmas week, they're spread across several days. Most of the slate is on Christmas Eve, but there are a few games on Christmas Day, and then you've got Monday Night Football as well. So, without further ado, let's look ahead to the three games I have selected from this weekend's slate. And it starts with those Detroit Lions, who frankly, you just cannot take your eyes off at the moment. Head coach Dan Campbell has got the Lions purring. And after a one and six start to the season, their record is now at 500, at seven and seven. And they travel to the lowly Carolina Panthers, who have a five and nine record. It'll come as no surprise that the Lions, even on the road, start out this weekend's game as two and a half point favourites. And don't blink right now. But yes, that's right. The Lions are very much in the hunt for a place in the playoffs. In fact, they are just half a game outside of a wild card berth in the NFC. They've won six of their last seven and their final three games of the season are all very much winnable indeed. They face the Carolina Panthers, the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers, teams with a combined 13-27 and 27 record on the season. As for the Panthers... Well, their season isn't over just yet either, because they play their football in the dumpster fire, which is the NFC South. They go into this week, Week 16 matchup, just a single game outside of first place, that's currently held by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with a six and eight record. So, what's changed in Detroit? Well, simply put, since Week Eight, their defense has changed beyond all recognition. Through the first seven games of this season, the Lions had a one and six record. They were giving up 35 points a game, dead last in the National Football League. Well, since week eight, well, that that's changed quite a bit. They're, they have a 6-1 record in their last seven games that they've played, and their defense is suddenly only giving up around 20 points per game. At the same time, offensively, this team keeps scoring points on the season They are ranked in the top five for scoring in the NFL with an average of 26.4 points a game. What does this mean? It means this is a team whose star is on the um, rise. They are a team winning games. And before week eight, it was a team finding ways to lose games. Well, now that's flipped on its head. And this is a team to be feared in the National Football League. And I tell you, if they make the, the postseason, watch out. No team, even playing with home field advantage, wants to be facing this Detroit Lions side. Um, What I will say about their opponents this weekend, the Carolina Panthers, um, to their credit, they still are a team that has fight in them. They've won three of their last five, but they head into this one off the back of a 24-16 loss uh, to the Pittsburgh Steelers in Week 15. They have the 30th ranked offense in the NFL this season. And it's an offense that ranks in the bottom 10 in the league in scoring as well. They're only averaging uh, 19.7 points per game. And for me, that in a nutshell is the key to this game. If you cannot keep up with the Detroit Lions because they will put points in the board, you have no chance. And that is the long and short of it. The Detroit Lions are going to score. Carolina, as well as they've played in certain games on defense, They're not going to be able to shut out this Lions offence and they're not going to be able to keep pace with them on the scoreboard either. So the Detroit Lions heading into this game as two and a half point favourites. I will take that all day long. And this week, for this week only, I'll take it twice on a Saturday as well. Take the Detroit Lions at minus two and a half points. Okay, game two from the week 16 slate was meant to be the Christmas Eve showdown for all the glory and prizes in the NFC, it's the Philadelphia Eagles with their thirteen and one record, the best record in the NFL this season. Going into Texas to take on the Dallas Cowboys, whose record stands at ten and four on the season. Philadelphia kept up their bargain last weekend. They went into a tricky game in Chicago. They came away with the W. That can't be said of the Dallas Cowboys. They went into a potentially tricky-looking game in Jacksonville, bear in mind that the Jacksonville Jaguars were 0-20 when playing the NFC, NFC opponents over the last few seasons. Well, that's now 1-20 and because they rallied from a 17-point deficit against these Dallas Cowboys to win the game with a pick-six in overtime. Um, essentially, you feel that's the difference between the Cowboys and Eagles right now. The Eagles, when they have encountered tricky games, the Washington Commanders lost a side, they've still found a way to turn it around and win games. The Dallas Cowboys on the other side of the coin, for as talented as they are on both sides of the ball, you sense they switch off in games this season. You know, they're coasting. 17 points up in Jacksonville. They lose the game in overtime. They're coasting. Double-digit lead again in Green Bay um, a few weeks back now. And somehow they find a way to lose that game as well against Houston a couple of weeks back. They're 17-point favourites going into that game. It took an 11-play, 98-yard drive late in the fourth quarter to to win that game. Um, And that's now, I think, a cause for concern um, if you're part of this Cowboys team because you're nearing the postseason. December is meant to be the time when you're playing your best football. and. Dallas just find a way to to allow opponents to hang around at the moment. Um, and that that is a problem for them. And it's one that they're going to have to find an answer to uh, and find an answer to fast. Um, the other concern for Dallas is that, you know, people talk about this much-vaunted pass rush. Well, they've only got one sack in the last two games. They've only had four or five quarterback hurries in those last two games. And you consider who those opponents were, the Jaguars, and the Texans, well, that rings alarm bells, as does the fact that they seem to have an issue stopping the run. Damian Pierce, until he got hurt for Houston, was running the ball extremely effectively for the Texans. Texans. And then last weekend, the Jacksonville Jaguars, well, they were averaging over seven yards a carry on the ground. And now who've you got coming into town? One of the best running teams in the NFL – And they've got a quarterback in Jalen Hurts, who's mobile and is more than happy to run the ball as well. He's into double-digit figures for rushing touchdowns this season. You've got Miles Sanders, who's well over 1,000 yards on the ground. Now, look, I know for the Eagles that Jalen Hurts, there's a big question mark over him. He picked up that sprained shoulder um, in the win over Chicago last weekend. But make no mistake, Gardner Minshew is a more than capable deputy Fine, he doesn't have the perhaps the scrambling of quality qualities that Jalen Hurts has, but we saw last season he filled in for a game or two and was able to do that capably for the Philadelphia Eagles in the regular season. So at the moment, especially behind one of the best offensive lines in football, which is what the Eagles have right now, I don't have any qualms about Gardner Minshew filling in. On a positive note for the Eagles, well... Jalen Hurts and the organisation are saying, look, we're just taking it day-to-day with this shoulder sprain. Certainly Hurts has fulfilled all his media commitments this week and neither he, he nor the team are ruling him out of this game in Dallas. But it is on a short week and I would probably um, hedge my bets on the fact that Jalen Hurts doesn't suit up in this game. Either way, I don't think it's a massive issue for them. D- Dallas certainly do have concerns. They, they've got injuries on the defensive side of the ball as well. Now, Jonathan Hankings, their main run stuffer. Well, he's missing a few games. You've got Leighton Van Esch, who's been having a great season at linebacker, um, leading the team in tackles against the Houston Texans. Well, he left the game after the first series against the Jacksonville Jaguars um, with a neck injury. That's cause for concern. They're down two of their top three corners um, as, as well. And we saw what Trevor Lawrence was able to do against those backup corners last weekend. Uh, and now you've got Devonta Smith uh, and um, you've got AJ Brown coming into town. It, it this is a tall order, I think. Um, it surprises me a little bit um, that even before we knew about Jalen Hurts' injury, the Cowboys were favorites. The Eagles were underdogs going into this game, albeit only by a point, one and a half points. Or so, well, since news of Hurts' injuries come out, that line spread to, to five, five and a half point favorites for for the Cowboys. Gotta tell you, I'm not convinced. Um, the 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 Dallas Cowboys have it in them to win this game right now. What I do think, though, um, regardless of who's hurt and who's not, who's playing and who isn't there on Saturday night, I think we're going to see points on the board here. You've got two very good offenses, two good running games, um, two good wide receiving core, uh, wide receiver cores, and you look at the line for total points. That's forty six and a half points for for this game. I'm going to take the over in this. I think you, you're going to see two teams looking to keep up with each other, two, two teams looking to, to put points on the board, and I think they do so successfully. So take the over for total points here. Over 46.5 total points in this game. Graves on Gridiron. And our final game of three, this Christmas week edition of the National Football League and Graves on Gridiron takes us to Christmas Day night, early Boxing Day morning if you're watching like me in the United Kingdom. It's the 6-8 NFC South leading Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to the desert to take on those beleaguered Arizona Cardinals with a 4-10 and ten record. Um, and we touched upon this when we previewed the, the Lions going to the Panthers earlier that despite that 6-8 and eight record, which you can hardly believe for a Tom Brady-led side. This is the latest he's been, or furthest he's been into the, the regular season and had a losing record. But it's still good enough in this NFC South for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to be leading that division. Um, they've had three defeats in their last four games. Um, and you're looking for, for sprigs of hope. It came in the first half of last weekend's defeat against the Cincinnati Bengals. For the first 30 minutes of that game, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were, were committing to the run. Off of that, they had the play-action option on, on offense, and Tom Brady and this Buccaneers offense began to look like Tom Brady and the Buccaneers offense. They led 17-zip in this game. The Cincinnati Bengals scored, kicked a field goal right on the, the stroke of uh, the half, and then the second half was a disaster. Four turnovers for for the Buccaneers, and it came in every um, phase of the game on special teams, um, on offense, running the ball, passing the ball, fumbling the ball. Um, it was a nightmare, quite frankly, uh, for, for the Buccaneers, and they ended up losing that game and losing it comfortably. Um, that said, to have the Arizona Cardinals next up on the slate, is something of a Christmas present, I think, for for these Buccaneers. Um, We expect the the Arizona Cardinals to be down to their third string starter at quarterback this weekend. Remember, Kyler Murray's lost for the season. Uh, Colt McCoy came in to play against the Broncos last weekend. He picked up um, a concussion, so he's in the NFL's concussion protocol. And if he is not good to go um, in this game on Christmas Day night, then it will be uh, their third string quarterback Trace McSorley uh, and that is enough to to ring alarm bells and raise red flags all over this game for me the, the Buccaneers enter it as five and a half point favorites and I just cannot see Tom Brady looking this gift horse in the mouth and the Buccaneers not finding a way to win quite frankly um, it's compound the Cardinals woes as well their defense seems to have just disappeared in the second half of those last two games. Uh, they've been outscored 17-0 and 21-9 last weekend. Um, De- the Denver Broncos seemingly could run the ball at will against this defensive front. Latavius Murray and Marlon Mack combined for 167 yards on just 29 carries last weekend. Uh, I would suspect that means we're going to see a heavy dose of Leonard Fournette um, in this matchup. Um Tampa are the worst rushing team in football this season. They're only averaging, I think it's around 72 yards um, a game, maybe 74 yards a game going into this. But it was noticeable last weekend that when they did commit to the run against the Bengals, it did open up um, other opportunities in the passing game for Brady and this uh, Buccaneers offense as well. And I really feel that's the formula for success going into this game. Defensively, Tampa are getting healthier. That can only help a, a unit which... Regardless of their woes this season, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers rank seventh overall in defense in the National Football League this year. And you feel if offensively they can look look after the ball, avoid the turnovers, then there is only one team winning this matchup. Um, the Cardinals come into it having lost five of their last six games. They've lost their franchise quarterback. And I expect them to lose this game as well. In the process, I expect the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to cover the spread. So take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at minus five and a half points. Okay, on this special Christmas week edition of Graves on Gridiron, then let's recap the three games picked out from the week week 16 slate. We start with those red hot Detroit Lions to cover at minus two and a half points as they head into Carolina to take. the, take on the Panthers. Then it's the NFC East clash in Dallas, Texas. The Cowboys hosting the Eagles. Expect points of plenty in this game. It should be a fun, entertaining affair. Expect over 46.5 total points in this game before finishing it out in the wee hours of Boxing Day morning here in the UK with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers heading to the desert as 5.5 point favourites against the Cardinals. Take Tom Brady and the Buccaneers to cover that spread take them at minus five and a half points as always remember first and foremost this is just about having fun to accompany your viewing of the national football league it's christmas week so make sure you enjoy it as well if you do want to read a little bit more detail about these three games that we've picked out from this week 16 slate then visit my website rdgmedia.uk click on that talking sport app and you'll see nfl week 16 overcoming the odds Three games to watch. You can read all about these three matchups right there. Alternatively, get in touch with me via Twitter, at Richard Graves one But enjoy the Christmas week, folks. Enjoy having time with your uh, families and friends, and let's hope Santa's been kind to us all. Most importantly, let's hope he delivers the present that we all secretly want, and that's a win for whichever team we support in the National Football uh, League. Enjoy this week. Enjoy Christmas, folks, and I will be back with you next week as we build up the new year's eve celebrations Uh, the nfl by and large reverting to their usual time slots on new year's day on sunday but until then happy christmas everybody and i'll see you again next week subscribe to graves on gridiron wherever you listen to podcasts and keep up to date with the latest on twitter search for richard graves one that's richard graves the number one